everybody. Welcome to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. This episode is a bonus episode. If you are hearing this bonus episode, it is because you are a Patreon member of mine, and I very much appreciate you. So my sister Tina and I... Hey, what's up? ...are here to talk to you today about legends, but we're going to talk about... I found this really cool website, which I will link in the show notes... That is called the scariest urban legends in each state. So they picked one legend for each state of the United States and um, tell you what it is. And then I went ahead and looked up each one. So today we're going to talk about the first five in their list. And this is on titlemax.com. So, but again, I'll put the link in the thing. So for Alabama, they have listed dead children's playground. Now, I don't know about you, Tina, mm-hmm. but that sounds delightful. It does. Let's go there. I want to take my kids right now. <laughs> right? Let's definitely have a play date on that delightful playground. Mm-hmm. So it says, during late night hours, swings move by themselves as spirits of buried children come to play. But who's there at late night hours with their kids to play in the playground anyway? <laughs> well, apparently dead people. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe passersby? Or I like, mean, to hey, witness it, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's midnight and those swings are moving. Well, what are you doing there? <laughs> Not good. So yeah. I do have to preface this with letting you know that a- apparently the playground is haunted because it's near a cemetery where a bunch of children are buried that died in the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. So we are in the midst of a pandemic right now. So uh, I just want to let you know that we are super sad about that. And all the people who've recently lost their lives in the COVID-19 pandemic. So we don't want to make light of that. Um, We're just talking about this legend that's supposed to be on this playground. So Mm -hmm. with that in mind, let's dive into it. So it says adjoining Huntsville's historic Maple Hill Cemetery is a playground that looks much like any other, featuring a modern swing set and climbing apparatus. But this playground isn't like others. Passersby Mm -hmm. often say they can see the swings moving on their own volition, as well as orbs and spectral figures. Mm -hmm. It does say in the article that the playground is surrounded on three sides by limestone, well, that and I'm looking at like the caves. picture, and I see that there's like a woodsy area, and then you can mm-hmm. see there's some kind of, you know, rock feature wall or something, stone wall behind mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, that already alone makes it look super creepy. Well, also, I happen to know, I think I read somewhere, that limestone has some kind of special energy feature or something. So there are some people who believe that limestone can help magnify spiritual activity Hmm. so if that's true that playground is like surrounded by it that's the reason (laughs) then probably so there you go if you want a haunted playground build it in the middle (laughs) of limestone apparently but yeah so that's that's interesting but Mm -hmm. what i what i found interesting in here is so Back in 1918, the people thought that you could get the Spanish flu just from air blowing into your house. So 
they would not open their windows of their houses at all. They were like trying to keep the virus out, literally. So they would teach their children to keep the windows closed by telling them this rhyme. Now, honest to goodness, I don't know. I'm just going to read it. You ready? Go ahead. I had a bird. Its name was Enza. I opened the window and influenza. (laughs) (laughs) That's where that came from. I always wondered. Have you heard that before? No. Okay. (laughs) I, I mean, why? (laughs) Just why do we do this as humans? So yeah, it's no worse. It's no worse than, you know, ring around the rosy, I guess. You know what that is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's messed up too. Yes. So I had a bird. Its name was Enza. I opened the window and influenza. (laughs) And there was the Spanish influenza. (laughs) Yeah. Influenza. I don't know. That that mm. was weird. I, I get that they were trying to protect their kids in the way that they thought they needed well, to. What about the door? They don't open their door or ever leave their house? Influenza doesn't fly indoors, Tina. <laughs> oh, just, <laughs> just the windows. Got it. Okay. Only windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, that was a weird one. So I'm really sorry that they think it's kids that haunt it because that always makes me sad. You know, the the idea that kids can't move on and Mm -hmm. they're kind of stuck in a place. But I guess if you're going to haunt a place as a kid, a playground is pretty, you know, my kids love to go there. Ghosts want to swing too. So that's why (laughs) see them moving when nobody's there. Right. (laughs) So there's that one. That's good old Alabama Mm -hmm. with their dead children's playground. (laughs) (laughs) So what we got next? Okay. We got Alaska. Okay. So Alaska, I I can't even with the story. Kushtaka. Kushtaka. Alaska's legend is the Kushtaka. I hope I'm saying that right. I certainly I don't want to so. offend anybody. So it says shape-shifting creatures that are a cross between an otter and a man. <laughs> the oh. Kushtaka make noises that mimic children and wives to lure fishermen, though they sometimes are helpful tricksters. So, otter men? Like... Is that a thing? <laughs> apparently it's a kushtaka. <laughs> like, uh-huh. yes, of kushtaka. all the creatures, I mean, I think otters are adorable, personally. Yes. <laughs> I have a very good friend up here who adores otters, and I cannot wait to tell her this story because... <laughs> I just want to hear her take on it. But let me pull up the um, link for that that I found. And again, all these links I'll put in the thing in the show notes. Okay, Kushtaka. So they are mythical shape-shifting creatures found in folklore. Uh, Southern Alaska is where they're supposed to be. And basically, it says mostly... They think that it came from mothers trying to scare their children to stay close to home. Because one of the things it it says in here is that mothers would tell their kids that if they hear a crying baby or a screaming woman, that they should, they're too far away that they need to go back home. Hmm. So that's one theory. And you know what? That's what us people do. I mean, we got Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Kids be good. Mm -hmm. Santa's watching. (laughs) It doesn't always work. So, huh? It doesn't always work. <laughs> no, it, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, listen to this. So it says that it's, they say that you can prevent a Kashtaka from getting you. Apparently they either kill you or they turn you into one of them. No. So they turn you into an otter person. <laughs> but you can yes. stop that. You can keep them away <laughs> by using copper, urine, hmm. dogs, or in some stories, fire. So I guess if Is you're that all together around, or all separately? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're walking around Alaska, make sure you have a dog that you have peed on <laughs> and you're walking him with a copper flame. There you go. Let me say that. Then you're that's set. You you're good then. So I don't know. Some of these legends are just so goofy. But I, I'm sure they come from like folklore or something. There's like a more serious side to it, but yeah, it had yeah. to originate somewhere. But oh yeah, and then I'm sure it changed over time. Everybody's you know, yeah, yeah. So story. that's that's Alaska's. Let's see what else we got here. Kushtaka, got it. Kushtaka. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tongue twister. All right, Arizona. Ooh, Arizona's rough. Ooh, All right, Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse Canyon, mm. people. Slaughterhouse Canyon sounds like a, a lovely vacation <laughs> retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Slaughterhouse, or I think it's Lana's Canyon, Slaughterhouse Canyon, or some people call it. I think it's Lana. L U A N A. Maybe Luana. Luana. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sure. gonna say Lana. Apparently, I read this already, and what happened here is that back in the gold rush days, um, miners would go off and leave their family for like a week or more at a time, and they'd go off looking for gold or trying to get food to bring back to their family or whatever. Well, apparently, these people, this family lived in this canyon, and the husband left to go look for supplies or gold or whatever, and he intended to be gone for two weeks, but he never returned. And they don't wow. say why he never returned. I assume he must have been killed somehow or died. Mm-hmm. Either way, he didn't come back home. And his wife and all of his children were home and they were starving to death. So when they were in the grips of starvation, the mom kind of started losing her mind. And she killed the children. And then Aww. she killed herself. She was like saving them from starving to death. Mm. The story says that she couldn't bear to hear their cries any longer. So she murdered them all, then killed herself. So that's why they call it Slaughterhouse Canyon. Her name is Laura, uh, Lana or Luan. I don't know. So <laughs> it can be Lana's Canyon or Slaughterhouse Canyon. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't find anywhere where they would say where she lived like I don't think there's any house left there or there's no like location but it's just like a legend for the canyon I mean I gotta Arizona. say that would be really really difficult if you're all starving to death and your kids you know just knowing that you can't feed your kids that would be pretty unbearable yeah. and I I've heard like I've seen documentaries where they talk about starvation and I've heard that when a child is starving to death they do cry an awful lot and mm-hmm. it's very painful you know I can imagine. it's painful that's for a terrible anybody. way to go and just in it general. really is so i mean i can kind of see where she would want to do that but still to murder your children that yeah. i mean who really could i mean you don't know unless you're in that situation of course but 
Yeah. yeah. It's a big canyon, and one does wonder, like, if they were starving to death, why didn't they leave? Yeah, I mean, go out and search for food, you know, I guess. Maybe she had very young children. We don't know what kind of situations or resources they even had, so. That's super sad. To this day, the legend goes, you can still hear the children crying, and you can hear the mother's wails, Hmm. and she's apparently asking for forgiveness for killing her children. That's what they say about it. So... Arizona, way to bring it down, Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) More children dying. Yeah, Hmm. gosh. Okay, Arkansas is weird. This one is so weird. Dog boy, okay? Mm, But it's not what you think. It's not a boy that's like part boy, part dog or anything like that. It's, It's a really weird story and it seems to me like it has morphed from the actual story into like this weird werewolf story when Uh werewolves have nothing to do with it I don't know okay but (laughs) this man named Gerald Bettis and apparently when he was a child he would keep animals in his house and torture them you know that's how every serial killer starts out Mm -hmm. and then um, he was his parents only child and his parents were older when they had him so as they became elderly he started like mistreating them and when they both eventually died like he pushed his dad out a window at one point and his dad didn't die from that right away but he did die a little bit later Mm -hmm. and so when his parents both finally died um he still lived there and he was he even it says that he built a whole nother wing on the house to house all the cats and dogs that he was keeping. He would keep them until he tortured them to death. Sick. But yeah, so um, eventually he went to jail because what happened was, oh, that's right. His mom, his mom got hurt or something and she went to the hospital and she told them what he was doing. And so they took her away from him. Like they Mm -hmm. put her in protective situation and they prosecuted him and he went to jail. He went to prison for Good. abusing his mom, and he actually passed away in prison. But they say that the house is super haunted. Mm-hmm. The rumor is that the house was haunted before his family got hold of it. <laughs> right. Um, but but because the family before that, they were a nice family, but they just happened to die there. And so there was rumor that it was haunted. And then his family moved in. They had him. And then it went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's the story there. That's like yeah. The I wonder what made legend. him want to torture animals. I could not tell. Usually, that. it stems from some kind of problem with the family or upbringing or something. Yeah, I've also seen stuff where it's just you're born with it. Like mm-hmm. they're born with something wrong, mental illness. That I mean, that's like you know Ted Bundy. His family mm-hmm. was perfect. I mean, they had like you know, decent mom and dad and all, and look how he turned out. <laughs> yeah. I guess you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, he was a, a messed up individual. Yep. He tortured his parents. Um, his dad, I don't know that he was accused of killing his dad, but he did go to prison for abusing his mom. So, mm-hmm. so that one is Arkansas. The last one I have is California. California's is really cool. It's called The Dark Watchers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... On the website says, 
uh, California. It says featureless dark silhouettes, often with brimmed hats or walking sticks, stare down travelers during twilight and dawn in the Santa Lucia mountains. Um, and a few authors have actually mentioned them in their books, like fictional books. Mm-hmm. They mention them. So I thought that was cool. Hmm. But it's just kind of a folklore type legend that these figures watch people. No one knows who the watchers are. Yeah, no are. one knows who they are. They don't have any discernible features. And they just watch. And apparently you're not supposed to acknowledge them at all. Like you're just supposed to ignore them and go the other way kind of deal. Well, all you see is a dark figure, right? So it's not yeah. like you can look into the eyes because there's no eyes (laughs) yeah so a couple of books have mentioned them let's see one called the long valley by john steinbeck this is the quote that they give from Mm -hmm. the book it says pepe looked up to the top of the next dry withered ridge he saw a dark form against the sky a man's figure standing on top of a rock and he glanced away quickly not to appear curious when a moment later he looked up again the figure was gone so that's from, oh, I'm sorry. It says an excerpt from the movie, the short story Flight by John Steinbeck. Mm-hmm. And then this other one is an excerpt from Robinson Jeffers' poem, Such Carousels You Gave to Me. Oh, I'm sorry. Such Counsels, Counsels. You Gave to Me. Thank you. <laughs> hey, man. Carousels, got know. dyslexia. It's a thing. <laughs> Okay. It is a thing. He said he thought it might be one of the watchers who are often seen in this length of coast range. Forms that look human to human eyes, but certainly are not human. They come from behind ridges to watch. He was not surprised when the figure turning toward him in the quiet twilight showed his own face. Then it melted and merged into the shadows beyond it. What, what? (laughs) That's creepy. If I encounter something that I finally get close enough to and it's got my face. Your own I face. I tailing it mm-hmm. out of there. Mm-hmm. What fresh hell is this? <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> pass. Hard, yeah. hard pass. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen some things, but mm-hmm. certainly never that. Looking back at yourself in some creepy form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I don't look in mirrors at yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Mirrors are terrible. Oh, you don't ever look in mirrors in the middle of the night or anything? (laughs) (laughs) I don't look at them in the dark. Is that silly? No. I've heard heard that you're not supposed to look at your reflection at night, like in the dark. Mm -hmm. So I kind of plan on using that whole theory in in a short story here before too long, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't. I'm sure nothing will happen. <laughs> but I mean, I don't either, because why do you have to check yourself out in the mirror anyway? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're just getting yeah. up to go pee. Yeah, I just scoot right past it. Mm-hmm. Half asleep <laughs> nothing anyway. Nothing to see here. <laughs> so yeah, I guess they watch travelers. By travelers, I, I'm guessing they mean they're on the sides of roads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when you're driving past, you would see it. Yeah. That's um, California's pretty creepy hmm. so that's the first five states i think in the next bonus episode we'll go over five more and we'll just keep doing that until we run out of states and then go we'll from just there do something else yeah we'll find something interesting to talk about each time yes. spooky always mm-hmm. has to be spooky yeah so thanks for listening with us and we will catch you next time don't forget to go to truehauntings.com if you want some you know light horror reading (laughs) people 
dying and mm-hmm. um, visit that. Uh, thank you so much for being Patreon members. We appreciate you very much. And we super enjoy giving you these extra little episodes to enjoy. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we are signing off now. See you next time. Bye.